Hey, Binders, before we get started with today's episode, I wanted to let you know about my new Oracle deck called the Magic Morsels Oracle Deck. It is an exploration of the things we crave, and yes, by that I mean food. Let's pull a card for today, shall we? Ah, the Chicken Nuggies. This card is representative of our subconscious. And I know what some of you might be thinking, Laura, I'm vegan, I don't need Chicken Nuggies. Well, guess what? I have a vegan edition of the same deck for your Oracle pleasure. You can find our new Magic Morsels Oracle decks over at ladymoon.co or on our Etsy, etsy.com slash ladymooncompany. And if you'd like a discount, because I would, you can get 20% off with the code MORSELS. Use that at checkout and bon appetit. Hermes draw near, and to my prayer incline, in arts gymnastic, and in fraud divine. Dire weapon of the tongue which men revere, be present, Hermes, in thy suppliant here. Welcome to Third Eye Bind, episode 34, Water. Hi, I'm Laura. And I'm Caitlin. And welcome to Third Eye Bind. In this episode, the first in our elemental series, we are discussing water. 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 (laughs) (laughs) But before we get to that, if you like us, want to support us, give us some sunshine goodness, you can rate, subscribe, review tell your friends pause this right now and leave us a five star you know Mm -hmm. absolutely Mm -hmm. and if you love us we would love for you to support our independent podcast by becoming a patron you can find us at patreon.com slash third slash (laughs) slash third i bind Patrons who contribute $5 or more receive access to all of our incredible content, which includes blogs, extended episodes, deck reviews, TV show reviews. Ouija board experimentation. Ouija board experimentation. (laughs) Holy spirit board experimentation. um, Which is the only spirit board that allows Uh, you to communicate directly with with Jesus Jesus Christ Christ himself. himself. And (laughs) ascend directly. To heaven. heaven. Um, You also have access to the full-length version of our super cool theme song. So please support our podcast there. We appreciate it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And thank you you to all our patrons who Mm -hmm. are already doing that. We really appreciate you. Before we get started, we need to pull a card from the Sirens of Song 3rd Edition Tarot deck. Who designed that? I did. With black holographic details? Yes. Don't mind if we do. Water. Mm. What an element. I love this color. Water, water, water. Water, water. You think it'd be something like Like a bridge over troubled water. I will need. Ooh, that's it. What's it gonna be? I'm scared. Wait, did I pull? No trust. No trust. Okay. Okay. I always think I pull too many cards, and they're like, "Why don't you trust yourself?" Um. This is interesting. What is it? I pulled the Two of Swords. Oh. The Two of Swords reversed, to be exact. Um, the song for this is, uh, Should I Stay or Should I Go? Huh. Okay. Okay. The, I love this you song. You know what? That makes sense <laughs> to me. But the hmm. Two of Swords, though it is a swords card, if Which we're looking is what at. Swords? swords is air. Okay. Air. But if we're looking at the Smith Waite version of the deck, we have a figure who's sitting on what looks like a stage it's one of the stage cards on a stone bench and they're draped in a very watery outfit and they're blindfolded oh is that and the they're one holding the... yeah. two swords in front of themselves like this oh. and behind them is water really and the moon oh okay. and when this card comes up it is Yes, about making difficult decisions or feeling stuck when it comes to being at a crossroads. But it's also the reminder that you don't need to see 
what's ahead in order to understand what decision is best for you. And by tapping into our psychic abilities, our psychic gifts represented by that still water behind the figure, Mm. we are able to divine, to interpret which path we should proceed upon. And when it comes to water, there's, there's so many, so many beautiful ways that you can commune with water. Yes. And divination is certainly one of them. Water is also an element that flows freely, not only through our physical realm, but my understanding is that it flows through the spirit realms as well. Mm-hmm. It is the element that connects us all together. It's a conduit for spiritual connection. It is a conduit for spirit connection. And that's one of the reasons why, as Espiritistas, but other people do this too, we put a glass of water on our altars. Or if we are doing a candle spell, we place that candle in a bowl of water. Mm. It is because the water draws the spirit nearer to the surface it sits upon. It invites them to participate in whatever is going on in that space. Mm. So I think this is actually a really cool card. That's really... That resonates with me. I wonder sometimes if the cards that we're pulling are sort of not just for the topic, but are mm-hmm. have to do with our energies as well. Absolutely. <laughs> because my struggle in my life really has been to, to let myself wade in the water or to resist that. And by mm-hmm. the water, I don't necessarily mean like spirituality and, and mysticism and things like that, but I mean like my emotions mm-hmm. <laughs> and like the things that are below the surface and the soft still things that are a part of me Mm -hmm. i have a i have a very you know hard time like taking down the bricks i've put up because Mm -hmm. of trauma and things like that so Mm -hmm. the the indecision Mm -hmm. with the swords and that being air and and me being a very airy person an earthy person really Mm -hmm. tapping into the water and like accepting that that is a part of me because it is Mm -hmm. on my chart too like a part of me that's sort of my my internal struggle Mm. a little bit so that's sort of what i two things you mentioned were interesting to me one that you put up walls and like it's about breaking them back down and in the two of swords this person is protecting themselves yeah like when you you can tell someone is Mm -hmm. hides their like solar plex or their 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 middle gushies Mm -hmm. and their heart (laughs) gushies yeah yeah their heart their internal your internal organs yeah Yes. They're protecting themselves with those two mm, swords. mm -hmm. And then also, um, you mentioned like a lot of earth energy. And when we think about water, like water has the strength to move Move the soil. Mountains and Mm -hmm. to carve valleys. Mm -hmm. And it's this gentle element when we first look at it, but it's also extremely strong. It's Mm -hmm. it's a I love water because I just have a very strange relationship to the element because it's my ancestors were surrounded by it as mm-hmm. were like yours. And that's a thing. <laughs> that's a lot of water mm-hmm. energy to be surrounded by. If you're descendant of like Island people, like that's, that's there for me. It's held, it holds me together. It's there for me in like a way that it's inviting it, it's I don't know. It feels very inviting to me. It's like, mm-hmm. come play with me. Like, you know, you want to be here. And like the ocean is like a very big deal to me mm-hmm. and a very magnetic thing and the moon and the ocean and things. And then f- because I do think I'm a very watery person on the inside, but then having that, uh, you know, different elements come to you in different ways and at different mm-hmm. times when you need them. Right. So I've needed earth. I've needed fire. Mm-hmm. I've needed air like and it's interesting to me in general with elements like the way that they play into individuals lives Mm -hmm. in very different ways right you said water kind of like holds you yeah when you're like an island person or descendant of island people and something that came to mind for me is that water is the womb 
we were just talking about placenta and the womb yeah (laughs) and like water is the womb that holds us when we're Mm -hmm. island people yeah and we're like Mm -hmm. in the little womb of all of the ocean around us and it really like keeps us are you gonna cry Mm -hmm. please do (laughs) it's the water episode it's the water episode no it's just (laughs) it's what we do i love to cry it's It's my favorite it's the time (laughs) i love to cry (laughs) i do i love crying (sighs) i have a lot of water in my chart so you're a a, a cancer rising i'm a cancer rising scorpio moon and i have a cancer stellium and a i only have two or three signs in scorpio but yeah, I, I'm very watery. I'm a watery, watery baby. It's great. My Venus is in Cancer, Aww. and I've, I'm have i surrounded by water people in my life. My mm-hmm. mom and my dad and my husband. Cute. <laughs> so there's a lot, um, and I've dated a lot of Cancer people. Mm. That's sort of been the vibe. But it's interesting because my relationship with, like, the element of uh, or like the sign of cancer because my dad is a cancer and my dad is the sort of cancer that's very introverted with their feelings or has been in the past was very like Keeps hoards them in the crab on. shell mm-hmm. yeah because I feel like some people are like very like I'm great about everything you know <laughs> I think the emotion is always there Me? but it's yeah <laughs> the emotion is always there for cancer people but mm-hmm. it's like how do you express like what do you do with it and sometimes it's like hiding it under the shell and sometimes it's snapping yeah. with their little claws yeah and so my dad uh-huh. was like very he's not really anymore which is nice to see but like was very with held and Mm. stingy with his emotion towards me so I've always associated water with suppression interesting and like um like withholding the hidden like a like a a dam Mm. almost of with that sort of a cancer so Mm. I think that might be where I sort of you know when you're a kid you're learning about zodiacs and things like associations with different things and that Mm. that always like floodgates like waiting to, or like a, like a dried up lake. Mm. Like there's the potential for it, but it's not happening. We're not seeing it. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was like, I mean, that's the type of person I come from. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I mean, you know, being outward with feelings was not something that I was yeah privy to growing up. So mm. I think that I've had to work, being a very emotional person, have to work with like being comfortable with, water and my emotions and being vulnerable because water is Mm. vulnerable like when you're underwater Mm -hmm. your senses are are muted Mm -hmm. which is very calming Mm -hmm. but it's scary because you also aren't yeah you don't know what's beneath you you. in the ocean Mm -hmm. and lakes and big bodies of water intimidating Mm -hmm. because there's just this element of like letting go yeah which is hard to do. You're at the water's mercy. So for yes, sure. the water yeah. is very powerful, mm-hmm. and it's just um, transmutative in the way that it exists mm-hmm. in the world, mm-hmm. right? Because it's so free flowing. Like mm-hmm. it's it's not like air. Air is different. Air is like flighty, yeah, and light, and it's here and it's gone. Ecstatic, yeah, and like without mm, without like this extra weight to it, like mm-hmm. very frivent and like fun and and um powerful too but water is like different it's a different kind of energy to me to quote olaf from frozen (laughs) 2 water has memory water has water has a memory water like when you're talking about the altar Mm -hmm. the water on the altar which is a great offering Mm -hmm. because who's not thirsty sometimes Mm -hmm. right um I feel like when, you know, when you leave a, a cup of water outside by accident or like out around your house by accident and then you go to drink it and you're like, oh, oh no, no, that's old water. Yeah. <laughs> because the water's absorbed shit. Yes. Water absorbs energy mm-hmm. really fucking well. Yeah. And like even more for me sometimes than like, than like a quartz or something. Like it really mm-hmm. just... You know, you don't want to drink that water. No, it's you know what I mean because yeah. it's collected things, like <laughs> yeah. it's collected things mm-hmm. that dust, bugs, whatever. But also energy. like energy, absolutely. And you can, sen- I can sense that. Mm-hmm. I know you can, and like I'm sure some of you listening can too. Yeah, and it's just this. It's such an interesting 
element. Mm -hmm. I was definitely one of those kids that like left cups of water all over the house. Yeah. Because like halfway through it, I would forget about it. And then I'd come back and be like, I'm not drinking that now. I'm going to get a new one. Yeah. It drove my dad nuts. Just put it in the sink. <laughs> yeah. I can't. It's just such Didn't a... you see signs? <laughs> Didn't you see signs? <laughs> but that also, this mm. idea that like water absorbs energy brings me to my first favorite way to use water, which is for cleansing. Mm-hmm. And it seems so practical and obvious to use it for cleansing because it's how we we physically wash our bodies Mm -hmm. using water but we can also spiritually and energetically cleanse and clear our bodies using just water and something that's become really trendy lately is the cold water plunge yeah and it is something that I think folks don't realize has origins in probably more than just Mesoamerican yeah, culture. Yeah. But what I can relate to it's is not a new thing. Mesoamerican culture, you would do cold plunges in like cenotes mm-hmm. yeah. in these bodies of water that were mm-hmm. not were believed to be spiritual, but are. They are spiritual. They are portals to the other realms. Yeah. And by immersing yourself in there, you're like cleansing your energy cleansing your body mm. one of my favorite ways to recommend clients to cleanse is to like take a cold shower yeah just for a couple minutes take an icy cold shower mm-hmm. and see how different you feel after you getting your head under that cold water water is t- like taking showers i don't take cold showers mm-hmm. often sometimes i'll rinse my hair because it makes your hair shiny <laughs> but uh, just showering for mm-hmm. me is like I have to do like that's how I can cleanse myself spiritually mm-hmm. like a hundred percent it's water so it's funny to me that I'm I'm not resistant to water but emotion the emotional part of it there mm-hmm. there's just it's an interesting thing it's very there for me mm-hmm. but it's yeah in my day-to-day I have trouble you know, mm-hmm. I have trouble breaking down my trauma stones <laughs> that I built in my brick wall you know we all do, but in different ways, right? In different Some people, ways. people, it might be air scary, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's just interesting. Yeah. It's just like... I also God. have, like, I have a reverent fear of mm. large bodies Me too. of water. I'm not jumping in the ocean. Like, rivers it. are my jam. Rivers. River, creek, flowing water like in one direction. Mm-hmm. Love that. Ocean, beautiful. I will only get in sometimes. Uh, yeah. Because I'm like, there's, like, whales are so big. <laughs> whales are amazing. And they just, they fit in the ocean. Whale, lots of whales. Lots of them. Lots of them. And, like, there's stuff in we the ocean that, like, we're never even going to know exists. We don't. We've explored more of the space yeah. than we have of the ocean. The ocean. Yes. And like that deep, dark mystery. That's. is a little scary. I think reasonably scary. <laughs> and sometimes that's what emotions feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why cups are both the suit of our emotions. Yeah. And also the suit of our psychic and spiritual gifts. Yeah. Into the unknown. <laughs> to bring it around too? to bring it full circle yeah. <laughs> it is frozen 2 <laughs> frozen 2 is a good movie frozen 2 is so good it was really elemental i mean it a makes queer sense. icon <laughs> elsa is cool yeah <laughs> yeah it's um it's just an interesting mm-hmm. there's this element. one lake in yosemite i don't know if it's lake isabella i don't know but there's this one lake there and my husband really wanted to go see it and we get there and he's like i'm gonna swim in that and i was like i sure as fuck am not Mm. i am absolutely not getting in that water that water does not want us in it and like it's telling all of us it doesn't want any of us in it like i kept i was like that water is a graveyard people 
drown all the time. Yeah. Well, and like when you think about the history of national parks and how indigenous people were forcefully removed from those spaces, mm-hmm. I, I was just like, this is a graveyard. This water's a graveyard. It doesn't want us swimming and like, ha ha ha, splash. I've never it. swam in Yosemite anywhere. Yeah. Now that I think about it. I get it. in the river there. Hike to the waterfalls, sure. Yeah. But maybe I have. I don't I don't think so. I like the river. The creek and river, sure. Yeah, but, like, but I never... can't get into the lake. Yeah. I don't like any lakes. Lake Tahoe, it all freaks me out. And I think that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to... I'll kayak in a, la- in a lake, like a smallish lake, but I'm not going to kayak in the ocean Mm-mm. for my fear of sharks. No, I'm more scared of whales than sharks. I am terrified so of sharks. They're so large. Whales freak me out, too. Look, if I saw any aquatic, if I saw a fucking dolphin, I would probably shit my pants. Be a little stressed. <laughs> you know, and that's, my ancestors are gonna, are laughing at me because we would hunt whales and shit. Like, my ancestors were like whalers right. and fishermen. And I'm like, eek, you know? But yeah. I just, I, I've, have I told the seal the past life seal situation here on the show. I think I did a long time Maybe ago. in season one. But remind us. In a past life, I was a sea creature. <laughs> and I was a seal. And I got eaten by a shark. I remember it vividly. Yeah. I don't recommend it. I don't want to <laughs> do it again. So that's why I don't go in the ocean. But it's also why I have this, like, mermaid-esque desire to jump in it. And yeah. also to never go in it because mm-hmm. and i love you know seafood <laughs> when i eat raw seafood i feel like i'm home which yeah. makes sense for a multitude of reasons mm-hmm. but like it's weird for me it's crustaceans i was like i'm pretty not i'm pretty sure i know like i've been a siren yeah in alternate lives yeah. and for me like cracking a crab yeah. i'm like this is something primal <laughs> maybe i was a selfie like, i don't know yeah like, like it's, this it's primal like mm-hmm. oysters for me i'm just like let yes. me shock them all of them give i would go eat a barnacle it tastes like the ocean sea uh, urchins oh my yes, god i love sea urchins. i want to eat them off the rocks yeah and it's weird <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah it's it's like coming to me, water in the ocean and like that element is my true self. Mm. It's like the the thing that I that I've been protecting that mm. I need to like connect with again because mm. as my therapist has said, you don't need to protect yourself anymore. You're not that person anymore. Mm. So letting go of that and like wading into those waters mm-hmm. is a nice way to look at it. Yeah. A nice visual, a nice element to have mm-hmm. around, you know. There's definitely an energy of rebirth mm-hmm. that comes with water. Like baptismal mm-hmm. energy almost. Yeah. Like rebirthing yourself into someone new and ceremonially like going into water, whether it's bath or a natural body of water. Like you're a whole new human when you emerge and that's fucking cool yeah i mm-hmm. guess it's the more practical element to submerge yourself in <laughs> the yeah. only other i can think of being earth you can bury yourself in dirt which sounds nice <laughs> or a mud bath that, that's the yeah. best of both worlds right there <laughs> it's a mix but water is mm-hmm. the accessible element yeah that we use on a daily basis and i feel like there's a reason so many cultures do like initiation ceremony through water like there's a reason for that and i i keep coming back to like we were literally just talking about the experience of birth and mm-hmm. like when humans birth like water comes out of us a lot and of then water. a baby a lot of water it's <laughs> fucking wild it's crazy it is cr- like where was it the whole time but like water like you come into this earth through a gush mm-hmm. of water a fucking tidal wave mm-hmm. and so it makes like beautiful and perfect sense that when we want to be reborn we want to be renewed that we emerge from water once again like that's magic to me yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's it's very interesting it's cool and i i come from a culture where like water is this primordial mother like water is the spirit and like i learned that there's a difference between like the ocean that we see and then there's this other ocean the dark Mm. depths and like that's first mom 
down mm-hmm. there, that darkness. And it again reminds me of like the darkness of the womb when mm-hmm. like a child is growing inside someone. That's just so cool. Like, it's so what's cool down to there? me. What's it, down there? It's unseen. Mm-hmm. It's like hidden in a way. Like mm-hmm. what is down there? Yeah. In the ocean? We don't know. We don't know. We don't have and as we don't humans. Need to know. <laughs> we can't go down there. We will die. Yeah. We have to put machines down there yeah. and stuff. But you know what really freaks me out? Mm. There's a there's a fear. I'm afraid of sharks. Like photos of them I don't like mm-hmm. for reasons we've talked about. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't like seeing sunken things. Like things that are in big bodies mm-hmm. that shouldn't be. Like ships. Mm-hmm. Like shipwrecks and stuff. Like I don't like seeing photos of things. It's like a, th- it's a phobia. It's like a, mm-hmm. but it kind of... It's not extreme, but it freaks me the fuck out. Like, because mm-hmm. there's a lot there's of like, there. there's there's spirits there, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just the juxtaposition of seeing something like Earth side that's not Earth side, um, uh, land side yeah. that that isn't land side. Mm-hmm. But there are spirits, and there are like lost civilizations under the water, mm-hmm. and th- the things like that really get to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, people talk about Atlantis and, like, other places mm-hmm. that have just, like, sunk in the water. Like, yeah. shipwrecks and plane wrecks. and they, It's just very strange. <laughs> There's a lot of crazy shit in the ocean. Mm-hmm. There's, like, nuclear bombs in the ocean. That's wild, yeah. That <laughs> are just sitting there. Mm-hmm. You don't have a lot of, you know what it is? The lack of control for me mm. in water. Mm-hmm. As You're a human. at water's mercy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have to be really skilled, like a diver, like a commercial diver, whatever. That's a whole ass skill because, <laughs> oh, I just got like a head, like head rush. Like to be under the water you're not in your el- yeah, as a human you're not in your element like mm-hmm. you're you're not it's so scary to me because I, I guess I'm a bit of a control freak so <laughs> what we're gathering is Laura's <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> <Morris> earthy <laughs> but it's that's freak. It's scary. You are at the mercy it's of the, water. It's physical vulnerability, and then there's the emotional vulnerability, mm-hmm. like the symbolism of both of those things. Like it's all just vulnerability. I th- I think it's good for us to know that like there are certain things in this world that are beyond our control, and that we need to be reverent to. Yeah, I think it's it's good for us to know those things. Mm-hmm. When my family decided to leave Cuba. Um, my grandmother, my grandfather told me that my grandmother had to go and petition the ocean mm. and like ask for permission. Um, we have to ask for permission before we can cross the water. And after they received permission from the ocean, that's when everything was able to like get put into play and they were able to come here. Yeah. And whenever I talk about traveling, I want to go here, I want to go there. My grandfather's always like, well, did you ask the ocean? Mm. I'm like, damn, no, you're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, just the amount of like migration and immigration and like moving around people have done with the ocean. I mean, our mm-hmm. planet's like a lot of water mm-hmm. and just all the good and bad that's happened from people just moving through the ocean with or without mm-hmm. permission mm-hmm. is very about, interesting. Like, the Middle Passage was like yeah. literal mass human trafficking of African people across the ocean back and forth. And like, I've had sessions with clients to speak to shipwrecks. Like I've had sessions with clients who um, are of the African diaspora Mm -hmm. and like ancestors of theirs who are like stuck at the bottom of the sea, like stuck at the bottom of the sea and needing elevation and assistance to like free their spirits from being stuck in their watery graves like people who chose the ocean over bondage um people who were lost in shipwrecks like needed that help those prayers to help free themselves from like these watery graves um but yeah like the ocean has seen some horrible things happen without her permission and all of that memory is in the water all of that memory is in the water no wonder there's like rage sometimes and there's tsunamis and there's Mm -hmm. 
that that kind of not that elements have just one yeah. energy I mean, it's mother nature it's it's the good and the bad it's mm-hmm. it's an it's an unbiased sort of thing it is but yeah. you know but chaotic it, neutral it's chaotic neutral <laughs> out there but yeah the, the that's so fucked up mm-hmm. that's so fucked up and sad like even when they would do the the witch trials and things the and, like, trials were if you float you're whatever it was if you're afloat you're a witch if you you drown, if you drown you, you're, not. you're not but you're still gonna die yeah. they're not gonna jump in and save you it's just like yeah throwing people into the that's just a lot it's a lot our ocean our ocean mother has you've been used for violence like mm-hmm. just the violence that's been seen and experienced and used and mm-hmm. as a means to like kill and murder people and all that memories that. in the water too and i do th- think like when you come from Ooh. haunted ocean shit haunted that ocean. freaked me the fuck out right now when you come from like Christianity, they really push this like our God is a benevolent God, our God is a benevolent God. But if you right. like go into the Bible, if you read your own book, <laughs> if you if we read our own book, we will see that like God is equal parts responsible for creation and destruction. And the ocean is a really beautiful example of this because not only does she feed us by bringing us fish, um, keep us warm by bringing us like the fat of whales, mm-hmm. um, but she can also wipe out an entire island. Mm-hmm. You know, like a hurricane can happen so quickly. A tsunami can happen so quickly. And I think it's important, you know, humans are so obsessed right now in this version of the world with like having control, like yeah. owning things, mm-hmm. owning land, owning the earth. And you can't, you can build all you want on land, you know. You think you own whatever <laughs> land you, you land, land on. on. <laughs> the last episode we had. A Pocahontas sing along. moment. <laughs> And now we're back. It's the great song. The, the movie is highly problematic, but that but song. But that one song is really that good. That song is beautiful. <laughs> the movie has many, many issues, but many. the song is incredible. Colors of the Wind is an incredible yeah. song. Colors of the Wind forever. Um, but I don't remember what we were talking about. <laughs> Water. about control. Oh, right. Like you can build all you want. Yeah. Skyscrapers and shit. But like. You can't do that in the ocean, and the ocean can take it away yeah. at any time. Yeah. And that's like, Ugh. it's Truth. humbling in a good way. It's an important reminder that, like, we're not the bosses here. No. Creation asked us to tend to the earth, not to conquer it. Mm. And mm. no matter how hard we try to conquer it, like, we are always at the earth's mercy. We're always at the ocean's mercy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's turbulent like it's like emotions are turbulent Mm -hmm. like it's Mm -hmm. sometimes there's hurricanes and sometimes there's tsunamis and And sometimes sometimes there's clear water it's not all zen and calm and Mm -hmm. you know because that's not what life is and we're all just mirrors of one another it's just Mm -hmm. it's so interesting to me what are some ways you like using water in your spiritual practice I like I like a nice spritz. Mm-hmm. Like a nice airy spritz. <laughs> um showering's a big one. Mm-hmm. Bathing myself in water. I mean it's it's like night and day. Mm-hmm. If you ask like Mike, like it's I have to take a shower at the same time every day. I'm very ritualistic about my water. Mm. It's like before I eat dinner. Mm-hmm. I like to bathe. Yeah. Myself. I like that. I just do. Mm-hmm. I'm a night shower. <laughs> I'm not a day shower. Yeah. It's like nighttime before I eat or cook. Like I I want to get all that off of me for the, from the day mm-hmm. like and then I can I'm like rejuvenated. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Like it's I mean I I'm it's a shower. I get it. But like it's more but than it's that. But it's more for than me. that. It's yes. more just just putting my head under water and like 
I don't wash my hair all the time. When I wash my hair, my God. Because mm-hmm. hair holds it's a different shower. too. Oh, yeah. But it's the hair shower is a different shower. Mm-hmm. It's a different kind of clean. That is rebirth. That <laughs> the is hair re- shower. That is rebirth. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ooh, get the scalp, scalp massage in Oh, uh, yes. Uh-huh. That's the big one is, mm-hmm. is uh, showers. And I do leave, like, some water out on my altar most of the time. Mm-hmm. And um, the way I, when I cleanse objects, I use water a lot of, I just like, even when I garden, you know, I have to water, I don't have sprinklers, so I have to hand water everything. So mm-hmm. just feeding my plants with water, like mm-hmm. there's a lot of water going on at all mm-hmm. times. Gardening really is a magical practice. It really is. Mm-hmm. Keeping them all alive is hard sometimes mm-hmm. and gnat free. <laughs> but it's the struggle of my life mm-hmm. but uh, yeah but it, it's funny because I do embrace water a lot on a daily basis and interact with it a lot but then when I think about myself like I said and my personality it's it's I almost have like a crab shell myself that I never mm. wanted to have I'm better now. I'm getting better. But it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's my discernment is too strong sometimes. <laughs> it's gotten better, but it's, it's just so sad to me because I've wasted a lot of time being hard shelled mm-hmm. when I didn't need to be. Mm-hmm. At least I know that. Mm-hmm. It's just really difficult sometimes mm-hmm. when it's not your immediate instinct to mm-hmm. to like be vulnerable all the time it's hard it's really hard for me so hmm. uh yeah it's but i do uh, yeah i do have it and it is there and i think that's kind of what's kind of nice about getting to know your chart yeah you know and getting because yeah i'm airy but I think the only air I have is my sun and my moon. Interesting. Which is a big one. Yeah. That's definitely the only Gemini placements I have. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Taurus rising. There's or, there's a lot of earth, but there's also water. Mm-hmm. I don't know where else my water is. <laughs> I'm going to check. Do you have your birth chart on your phone? Yeah. Let's check. Pull it up. I'll pull mine up too. Let's check our waters and our charts and see what that tells us. Caitlin. Huh. The sky is a mirror. That's what's coming up. Uh, it and is. So is the water. And so is and it reflects the water. Mm-hmm. Okay, my chart. Yes, there's huh. Cancer and Mercury and Venus. So Interesting. Yeah. Scorpio, Pluto. I think everyone's Scorpio is Pluto around our In age. In our right? age, yeah. I know, I'm always like, fucking whatever. I don't know what my Pluto is. Sagittarius, Saturn, and Uranus. I also think those are sort of fixed, right? I don't know. No, mine is different. Oh. Yeah. Sag is fire, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Capricorn, Neptune, and Mars. And then Pisces, Jupiter, which I think is a f- maybe fixed. I don't know. Well, I got a Pisces and I got two Cancers. Cute. So really, I have a lot of... More water and a Scorpio. than mm-hmm. It's watery. The only yeah, it's there's like the least amount I think is fire. Yeah, I only have mine too. a little bit of I feel Sagittarius. Like that's why I'm so sleepy all the time. I'm so I don't relaxed. Have a lot of fire. Chill. <laughs> my Moon is in Scorpio. My Venus is in Cancer. My Mars is in Cancer. My Chiron is in Cancer. My Rising is in Cancer, and Pluto is in Scorpio. Yeah, like you. But I have so much. Water in my chart. I think that lends very well to what you do. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) It is why I am not only a psychic, but that I'm like the mystic mother, Mm -hmm. the mother of mystics. Because Mm -hmm. like, I definitely feel like I embody cancer in the soft way Mm -hmm. and the like caretaker way. Mm Um, like taking people under my wing sort of way. And I've always been like that when I was in high school. Like my friends were all people I took under my wing mm-hmm. and wanted to take care of. And 
Um, That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that our, bo- we're, our Venus and Mercury are both, are all in Cancer. Mm-hmm. We're the same. I know. And we have a podcast together. Weird, right? <laughs> and we're both Geminis. That's similar. Mm-hmm. But different at the mm-hmm. same time. <laughs> I have a lot of Gemini in my chart, too. Yeah. I think I have three Gemini placements. Wow. Yeah. But I use, I use water a lot in my practice. Um, I have so many water glasses on my altar. Mm. I have something called a, a bovida, and a bovida translates to a vault. It's like your spiritual vault. Mm. And traditionally, bovida has either one, three, seven, or nine glasses of water oh. on the altar, depending on how familiar you are with all of your different spirits, how much space you have. And so I have a nine glass bovida. And the one in the center is always the biggest one because it's for your main spirit. And then the rest are for different spirits in your court. And then on, I have another altar for a different type of uh, spiritual practice. And that has water for all my water spirits. And the altar separated in half Mm -hmm. from like hot and cold. And all the water spirits are on the cold side. And then I keep water on my divination altar that I have in my workspace. So that's the altar everybody sees when they're in sessions with me and I make sure to put fresh water in that every single time I host a session because it's really more for it's for my divining spirits but it's also for the spirits of the clients who are Mm -hmm. attending and not all of my clients take care of their spirits so I need to make sure that I'm giving them water so they're not thirsty and then they're like stray cats (laughs) (laughs) you thirsty (laughs) come get some water (laughs) mom's got water for you that's very sweet and then and um, when it comes to like baños, baths, spiritual baths are a really big deal in my practice. Mm-hmm. Um, spiritually bathing is mm-hmm. a big deal. Bathing before you put your whites on, bathing before you approach your altar, being clean before you approach your altar is like a big deal in mm-hmm. our practice. Wash your feet, mm-hmm. wash your ass, wash your hands, yeah. all of those things before you step in front of your spirit. Yeah. So um, that's a big part of it. And then I also... sometimes not so much lately but we'll use water for divination yeah to water scry Mm -hmm. you can water scry the same way you would with a mirror and i found that like working with so many different clients from all over the world the ones that have ancestors that tend to ask for water scrying are people with more like celtic or european ancestry like their spirits will always show me this like bowl Mm -hmm. this like deep Mm -hmm. not deep kind of shallow and Mm -hmm. wide bowl Mm -hmm. with water in it and i'm like they want you to use this like you need to find a bowl and start doing this and i think that's really cool and then um when i'm doing fire rituals when i'm doing like a candle spell i always put my candles inside of a bowl of water Mm. Because it like pulls the spirits closer to the intention. That's fucking cool that is to me. Really cool. And then like mopping the floors is a spiritual yeah. practice. Yeah. Washing your clothes is a spiritual practice. Cleaning is a spiritual Cleaning practice. Cleaning is a spiritual practice. In yes. general. I agree. Sweeping. Mm-hmm. Washing your walls. Yes, washing your walls is an excellent <laughs> washing <spiritual> your practice. <laughs> the walls are like the ass of the house. Like <laughs> We need to get in there. Hands all More over than them. we think we do. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck am I talking about? The walls are the ass of the house, Laura Wong. <laughs> Laura Wong. Put that on my tombstone. <laughs> but you know what I was going to say in, in a serious, serious voice? Um, I'm such a little weirdo because I... I found like water is so there for me. So I, what am I trying to say? Sometimes spirits, deities, they're there with you even if you don't realize why or that you need them yet or that you're do you know what I mean? Mm. Like sometimes they're they show themselves when at least like Venus energy, that kind of... I have a tattoo, okay? Like, and I'm sitting here like, I'm just Little Miss Two Swords. Like, no. <laughs> like, I'm actually... Have, I, I don't know. I think I'm realizing I've come a long way. But that energy has been with me 
for a very long the time. The whole time? The whole time. <laughs> it was Mrs. Doubtfire. She's been with me the dressed as Mrs. Time. Doubtfire the whole time. <laughs> I love that movie. Me too. <laughs> so good. But really, the and that's kind of nice, mm-hmm. I think, sometimes to just have something with you that, like, it knows that there's there's like lessons you need that need to be learned. There's mm-hmm. lessons and things that are maybe yet to be attained. Like I don't, my point being, I don't think, I think some people think like, oh, I, I love Artemis because I am those things. I love Hecate because I am those things. Mm-hmm. Like for me, they're different it's like, reasons. You need I'm, these things. I need mm-hmm. Venus. I need Venus because I am not those things yet. Mm. Or I am, there are lessons that I need to learn and I need that support mm-hmm. with me now very strongly. Mm-hmm. And it's just interesting to me that different, the way that different energies come and go mm-hmm. for people and to pay attention to that because I don't think everyone does. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's, it gets very aesthetically based. Mm-hmm. With very well-intentioned practitioners, I mm-hmm. think it's just like, oh, I like, I'm drawn to that. I'm drawn, and you can be drawn to something. Yes, I'm very drawn to Venus imagery and Aphrodite imagery and like mama water energy, you know what I mean? And because those are things I need to learn about. It's not because I am all those things already. Mm-hmm. You know? I feel that, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's it's like aspirational energy mm. almost. Absolutely, yeah. And I think that's really a nice a nice it's not just like a fun sidekick like you're you're equal with or whatever like it's a it's a it's like things you need to learn and mm-hmm. listen to and it that's that's the relationship right Absolutely. like i know you know this already mm-hmm. but i'm just like right like i'm yeah. making sense like it you are that's the way i feel about water mm-hmm. is my whole point yes i definitely feel like water helped me grow up yeah like, I lived in air for a long time. I lived mm-hmm. in air for a long time. And mm-hmm. water is what really birthed me into being an adult who takes their responsibilities seriously, who takes care of other humans, who pays their bills on time when they can, mm-hmm. <laughs> who all these different things. Like I was, when I was all in my air element, I was yeah. all fucking over the place and fine yeah. with it. Yeah. Completely fine. Like, I don't want to touch down. Are you kidding me? Like, what happens if I do Absolutely that? not. No, 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 no. I will stay in the clouds yeah. like the lunatic I was and I'm fine with that. And like water really helped graduate me into being a grown up when water started coming to me more and more it was mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. i needed it i didn't see myself in that energy and they're like but wait you have this you just don't know where it is yet you mm-hmm. don't know how to use it and it's like oh now i understand yeah. and now that i feel very much embodied yeah. in this like water era of mm-hmm. mine and so much of my work is done with water spirits ocean spirits river spirits um my fire spirits are starting to act up I love and that. they're like now you need us yeah you think you don't have this so now you need us mm-hmm. and i'm like okay okay I'll buckle up <laughs> yeah no that is so cool mm-hmm. yeah i feel like i built a brick wall. I had to grow up very quickly and mm-hmm. I had to take care of myself and make sure I didn't die mm-hmm. at a very young age. So yeah. I had to do that. Mm-hmm. I was still airy while doing it, but I just made, it was like Rapunzel in a building that I made for myself and I was oh. just high as fuck in my little tower. Yeah. And didn't let anyone climb up. I'd just be like, get away, get away. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm safe and alone mm-hmm. and maintained and like, now I don't need that. And that made me, you know, angry and anxious and mm-hmm. like how to deal with fire, the fire energy and the earth energy that I needed to have mm-hmm. to survive. Yeah. Quite frankly, in a misogynistic environment mm-hmm. <laughs> as a young girl. <laughs> so, um, or young femme or whatever, like just, just, 
you know, existing and suppressing the aspects of myself that were watery. Mm -hmm. That breaks my heart. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we have to do that to live. Yeah. And to protect ourselves. And that's just how it had to happen. Mm. It's a lot. Mm. It's a lot. But we can talk about it. And hopefully (laughs) that'll help other people identify like what elements are showing themselves to you in what ways. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes it's sneaky and it's not obvious, you know. And I think what you said is important. So much of our relationship with spirituality and spirits and deities is like, I relate to this. I see myself in this, but there's also this other side of you may not see yourself here, but you need this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know you don't see yourself here, but let me give this to you. Or you see yourself in this, but it's not for you Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. Yeah. Like some things you're drawn, like, again, like we were talking about psychometry, like, why are you drawn to some things and you're not to other Mm -hmm. things? Like, what is the reason why? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and and taking using your discernment, bottoms up, <laughs> drinking game, drinking game, <laughs> drink, your t- drink your tea, <laughs> to know what that really like the real reasons why you're connecting with the things you're you're trying to connect with. Mm. It's like the the spell space thing with me. Like Hecate is great. I'm a huge fan. Never felt connected to that deity mm-hmm. or that energy yet. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, mad respect, total fan. Yeah. But like, just not currently for you, a, for me. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. And um, that's why I haven't made a spell space and dedicated honestly, to her yet because that would probably surprise people because yeah. your whole brand it, is like black and purple. Yeah. And, and that so, would surprise you, right? Yeah. But it's just never, if I'm being totally honest, like mm-hmm. not, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a witch. That doesn't mean I have to be connected to certain deities and yes. things. And Hecate's not the only witch. No. Mm-hmm. And not the only triple goddess. So, which we talked about. Which we did talk about in our Maiden Mother Crone uh, series. series in season three, <laughs> which you should listen to if you haven't yeah. yet. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes they're like, yeah, it's just... Water's so cool because it reminds us how small we are. We're little itty bitties. (laughs) Uh And how vulnerable we are. Yeah. And how valuable life is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think with with elements in astrology and all that too, I think when I was younger, I placed certain meanings upon water sign people, Mm. given that they were my family and that my family (laughs) was fucked up. (laughs) So I think I sort of like... judged prejudged water sign mm. people because i was angry at my parents because <laughs> they're fucking water people you know i'm serious yeah, but yeah. now the people that are coming into my life are heavily water people mm. my husband is a pisces mm. as fuck like I, just the best energy to balance me out ever mm. like just a kind watery emotional dude <laughs> and i am i am those things but yeah. So, but it's interesting that the things, people will come to you that have certain elemental vibes and like, it's Mm -hmm. just very interesting. Mm -hmm. This is all very like the world card for me today. Like this is very like, yeah, we're all just, we're all just doing the thing on the carousel (laughs) of life. Like that's, yeah, elements are coming and going and flowing. (laughs) Like water. <laughs> like water. <laughs> like the changing tides. Like the changing tides. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anywho. Yeah. I also love the moon's connection to the water. That's really weird. I was just going to fucking talk about and that. And the way, you know, the moon pulls the water up and pulls it down. The tides up, the tides down. And also, like, I don't know if this happens to you, but when the moon is full or really low, I get really bloated. Mm-hmm. Like I have to take all my rings off. I have to only wear my stretchy clothes because yeah. like everything feels so tight. I'm so bloated. Like I think I'm literally bloated because my period is like with the full moon right now. That'll do it. <laughs> but yeah, I get what you're saying. That'll do it. But yeah. like this week with the eclipse, oh I we are still. I don't want to talk about the eclipse. Eclipse hangover right it was now. Awful. 
it's yeah for everyone everyone's been saying it's been a tough eclipse i had a rough time but i was like my fingers were so swollen oh man (laughs) just every part of me like hurt Mm. we were all so tired and it's like we are made of water yeah so of course we experience physical changes Mm -hmm. the same way the ocean experiences physical changes with the phases of the moon the Mm -hmm. my connection with the moon is a connection with water Mm mm-hmm and that was the moon was my end to this whole shebang bang. Mm-hmm. So that also makes sense. It's another layer for me. It's like I think people forget that sometimes the moon is connected to the ocean mm-hmm. and how connected it is how and how connected. symbiotic they are. How they need one another. Is. Yes. Yes. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing. You should listen to our moon episode moon in episode. season two. It's really good. You should listen to all of our we episodes. We definitely cry in that episode. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. The water's a lot. The water's, it's watering. It's watering. It's watering. <laughs> There's a reason. There's like Water that, comes out of your eyes. Water comes out of your you eyes. Cry, water comes out of emotion. your pits when you sweat. Yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Water comes out of your hunani when your water breaks. Like <laughs> so much water, so much water, <laughs> and then it just comes out. Mm-hmm. And then there's a baby. I feel like staying hydrated is a spiritual practice too. Yeah, and like a, a privilege, like having access, yeah. regular to access water. to clean drinking water, is a privilege, especially like in a country where like Flint has not had clean water since 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be able to drink water when you need it and actually like stopping what you're doing to drink water instead of continuing to power through whatever productive task you're on. Or like to not drink the house water that's been sitting there all day because you're just so thirsty that. <laughs> Pour it in the plants. You. I've done it. I've done it. <laughs> like that's, Gross. that's a spiritual practice to stay hydrated if you have access yeah. to water. Yeah, mm-hmm. Definitely. I drink yeah. so much water. So much water. You ever go to the desert and just be like, wow, there's like no water here? Yeah, it's weird. It's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we should do a desert. We should do like a topography series because the <laughs> desert is fucking wild to me. Me too. When I lived in Santa Fe, New Mexico for mm-hmm. like six to eight months by myself, it was terrifying. <laughs> I would see mirages of the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. I was uh, very high. Yeah. But I painted mirages, mirages of the ocean in it because I missed it so much. Mm. And it felt like I was living in outer space. And it was beautiful in its own way. But yeah, not having people. it was weird. I'm just a coastal bitch. Yeah, like, we're coastal I people. I, yeah. I need to have access to the water. I just do. I like, descend from fishermen. Yes. Like I- <laughs> yes. Like my ancestors came to California and mm-hmm. to, I think, like Massachusetts on the coast. Yeah. Because they were like, we need some fish because yeah. that's what we that's do. That's what we do. <laughs> Where's the whales at? Let's, we're going to hunt them. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'll be doing any whaling, but... um, Yeah, me either. (laughs) Different times. Different times. Different times. Yeah. Whales are crazy, too. God, there's just a whole lot going on in there. I'm, like, kind of uncomfortable, but I'm not. This is good. Whales stress me out. And, like, I work with (laughs) a whale "Eh." spirit, but, like, even the whale spirit, I'm like, I... I'm nervous. <laughs> Whales have been coming up for me a I lot. I'm nervous. And I don't know why You're yet. extremely large. <laughs> You're extremely large uh-huh. and wise. Mm-hmm. And ancient. Like, it's just, ancient. it's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But water is, like, essential for our survival. Water is our connection to our most vulnerable selves and water is our connection to the spirit realm. And it's cool that this one element holds all these different facets within it. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that for water. (laughs) Love that for you, water. I love that for you, water. There's a lot of um, cases in which like there's paranormal activity close to a river, close Mm -hmm. to flowing water because of that. Like it's just... 
water spirits are busy. Yeah, busy little bees. <laughs> Especially like flowing water spirits, mm-hmm. busy mm-hmm. little river nymphs. <laughs> I feel like I'm underwater right now. Me too. Like, it's weird. It's weird, right? I feel like it's super weird right now. Should we take some questions? Let's take some questions. About water? Just kidding. I wonder if I we have any. Let's see what we have here. About whatever you want to ask, you know, we'll answer it. Is it possible to know about spirits that guided you in the past but are no longer with you in the present? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Why not? Divination is the best way to go about that. Whether you are able to divine on your own or you go to a professional who specializes in this specializes in this type of thing, absolutely you can find out about spirits from your alternate lifetimes the same way you can find out about your own alternate lifetimes. So that's something that's definitely doable. Um, let's see. How much do you or should you share with your partner about your magical practice? I'm too eager and I don't know if my spirits are okay with it. Yeah, if you if you, th- you don't think they're okay with it, then don't do it. That's the key. It's, you answered your own question, I yeah. think. Yeah. But that's a very good question, but, but I think you know the answer to that. Yeah, I definitely don't think it's a one answer kind of thing. It's like what feels comfortable for you and if it's not feeling comfortable for you, then like it's okay to not share everything yeah it's okay Mm -hmm. to have secrets and it may be exciting you could always write that down in a journal yeah let's see uh we already did that one what are your thoughts on numerology numbers confuse me numbers are hard (laughs) look like i understand numbers within the context of tarot like threes are challenges, mm. four is balance, five is another challenge, six is things evening out again, seven is reflection. Just kidding, I fell asleep. <laughs> talking about numbers. <laughs> but like beyond that, I don't know. I'm not a math. I think person numbers sure and math is cool. Are magic in themselves. Yes. In all seriousness, numbers are magic. Mathematics is magic. Yeah. And it's very cool, and I don't understand how it's... I understand. I don't understand how to do it. Yeah. Dude, like my, Alchemy and that, that part of it, that's a whole nother sitch. And we all have different gifts of the spirit, yeah. and that's And ours. I think it's fucking cool. <laughs> we should ha- talk about... to num- about. I can't even talk right now, because water. Water. We should talk to a numerologist. That would be really cool. And have an really episode cool. about numerology, because I definitely think it's cool. I just have never... I tried to do it. When I was a kid and I was like, ew, numbers, <laughs> give me the crystals. <laughs> so I respect it and I'm interested in learning I respect more. it for sure. And I love hearing other people talk about it. Like people do it, be like, oh, your birthday and then this thing. And I'm just like, what? What? My <laughs> kids can do all their math homework in their head. That's great. Like they only show their work when they feel like it. That's amazing. I'm like, what? that's cool you did not get this from me (laughs) wow nature is math mathematics is nature and it's like there's certain rules to nature yeah it's like emperor energy yes divine order Uh i love it very very cool yeah not my specialty. No. I'm more in the like water realms personally. I'm more in the creative water and air stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but that is very cool. Let's see. Um That's a service I would outsource for. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, like I wouldn't try and do my own like numerology situation even i've tried like googling it and yeah, i'm like yeah, None of this, i can't figure this shit out like, huh? <laughs> same with human design i think it's cool but it's like all it feels numbery and i'm like <laughs> my brain says no it rejects it rejects it immediately that's funny do you have any must-have plants that you grow or keep on hand for your practice must have no i think the plants that you're drawn to are the ones that you're supposed to be working with or own. Mm-hmm. I don't think all the plants that you own you have to work with mm. magically. Are there any that like you tend to work with though? I they're like 
audience members to my show. I don't. <laughs> yeah, well, I like that. herbs. Yes, that's not true. I should say like basil. I love basil mm-hmm. and rosemary and lavender. Okay, Laura, you're thinking of your house plants. Yeah, lavender, rosemary are my big two. Yes. I grow them. Rose, big ones. Those are mm-hmm. my big three. Yeah, I grow them. I use them. Mm-hmm. I was thinking more of like my plants because they're In like the house, my little friends. Yeah. <laughs> like my, but those those ones are more like your we familiars. Will have, we will have an episode about plants sooner or we later, will. and we will have people that know more than me <laughs> about plants. For so. me, it's basil, mm-hmm. rose, yeah, and mint. Mm, mint. I have those mint are too. like my top three. Mm-hmm. It's more herbs, I guess, than. Mm-hmm. Plants than flowers than uh, than house plants per se, but yeah. you can use house plants and talk to them and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. If you had to have one herb that you worked with and only one herb, what would it be? Basil. Mine would be lavender. So I guess that answers mm-hmm. the question. There you go. <laughs> and you know what those need to grow? Water. Water. <laughs> Tied in a bow. Oh, I'm wearing a bow. Oh, it's all been planned out. Full circle. Full circle. Full circle. Well, thank you for listening to Third Eye Bind. Be sure to leave us a message on the Third Eye Line. Which is on our website now. Yes. www.thirdeyebind.com. There's a really cool form. You can submit your questions there. Or you can DM us on Instagram. Yes. Thank you. Oh, that's probably where a lot of questions are that I've been skipping. Uh Uh-oh. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow the podcast at Third Eye Bind Pod on Instagram. There, submit your questions via the Third Eye line by sending us a voice message or text DM. The show is available wherever you listen to podcasts and for you to watch on YouTube. Get early access to episodes and even monthly one-on-one sessions with us by joining our Patreon. Find us at patreon.com slash third eyebind. Third Eyebind is produced and edited by Mike Realm. Hosted by Caitlin Grania and Laura Wong. Music by Mike Realm. Set design by Laura Wong. You can find Laura on Instagram at Lady Moon Co. And you can find Caitlin at caitlin.grania. <laughs>